This is Tony Elder with Everyday Encounters with the Lord for January 15th. We were able to enjoy a rare snow event in our area earlier this week. For some of us, that involves sledding, snowball fights, and building snowmen. For others of us, there's contentment with simply looking out the window at the beautiful scenery from the warmth of our houses. I was mainly one of the latter participants, although I did traipse through the snow a few times, using my dog's need to go outside as an excuse. And I confess that I did throw one snowball at my wife, hitting my target, I might add. Part of the splendor of a blanket of snow is how it covers and evens out everything. Imperfections are hidden and distinctions are lost underneath that layer of white. For example, it can be difficult, if not impossible, to determine exactly where a cement driveway ends and an asphalt roadway begins, or where the edge of the pavement gives way to the regular ground. The bare spots in the yard, the grassy areas, and the pine islands all look the same under the cover of several inches of snow. My weed-infested lawn suddenly looked as good as the well-manicured lawn of a neighbor. Wouldn't it be nice if more of us could view the world in a similar way? My analogy of the snow breaks down somewhat at this point because I don't believe uniformity, all of us looking, acting, or thinking the same, is the answer. Not only do our distinguishing features add variety to life, but our God-given differences are purposeful and can be positive aspects for us and for the world. But too often we emphasize our distinctions and let them divide us rather than focusing on the commonalities that should unite us. It seems to me that this was part of the dream expressed by Dr. Martin Luther King, Jr. It was not the dream of a world in which there was only one race or one social class. It was the dream of a world where those differences among people were not the focal point by which individuals were judged. All persons would be recognized as being equally valuable human beings created in the image of God. And in our nation, those differences among us could be acknowledged and celebrated while at the same time taking a back seat when necessary to the fact that we are all united as Americans. Long before Dr. King, the Apostle Paul expressed a similar truth about the church. In Galatians 3.28 he wrote, There is neither Jew nor Greek, there is neither slave nor free, there is neither male nor female. For you are all one in Christ Jesus. Paul referred to conditions in his day that could sharply divide people and factors which society used as a basis for radically different treatment of people. He reminds us that our common faith in Christ overshadows all those distinctions. In the midst of our diversity, whether in race, social class, or denominations, the church is one body in Christ. However, this doesn't mean that the church is to tolerate sin among its members. The church is still called to be a holy people, however diverse those believers may be otherwise. I suppose neither the world nor the church needs to be blanketed in a snow that makes everyone look the same. Rather, maybe it's our attitude or outlook that needs some revision. How would our community or our local churches be different? if we focus less on the distinctions and imperfections which divide us and more on the important factors which unite us. If you're interested, Everyday Encounters with the Lord is available in both book and ebook formats. And now I pray that you'll encounter the Lord today in your own everyday experiences.